The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Our show is about everything that has to do with surfing. The culture, the music, the art, and the sport itself. No matter where you're from, no matter what you do, get ready to get stoked. Now here are your hosts, JJ and the Dark. Hey, JJ here. We're talking to the doctor and this is Surf Talk Show live from San Clemente going to the world via internet radio, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle up and get ready for the ride of a lifetime. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've got some special guests here today. We've got... Uh, Professional surfer, legend, Shane Beshin, and Adam Arredondo. <laughs> okay. Arredondo. With John Max and Bonsai John Bulls. John Max, Bonsai Bulls. Yee! So, so we've got, uh, yeah, it's we've got a, show. A, an ever predict, unpredictable uh, get ready, hold on to your hats, and, and, and get ready for whatever might be coming our way because we just have no idea what it's going to be. But we keep it live here, okay? What we do is we keep it live. We have no script, and we want to make sure you realize that uh, we don't really care, man. Okay? Yeah. Bottom line is we're just here to have fun, so just want to introduce our guest. Hey, Shane, how you doing? How's it going, guys? Good, good. So, uh, Adam, how you doing? Doing good, man. Okay. I'm having a little bit of fun before work. Okay. There you go. There awesome. You go. <laughs> good, good to hear. So, uh, Shane, what's, what have you been up to? What's the latest with you? Um, just, I've been in Hawaii for basically this whole past winter and, uh, been actually working with Aaron Lieber on, uh, this Red Direct contest, Red Direct Surfed, and, and it's basically a video competition that the camera company Red has been putting on, yeah. and they invited like 10 or 11, uh, surf cinematographers to make an edit. And uh, basically, it has to be like a cinematic, you know, to really like show the capabilities of the red camera. Like docu style or um, anything. Like it can be it can be up to fifteen minutes long, yeah. and it can be anything you want, but it has to be cinematic. And yeah. uh, basically, Aaron Lieber chose my oldest son Noah to do his edit with, and we've basically been working on that for the last three months. Sick. Wow, cool. that'll, that'll be getting released on surfermag.com. Wow. When, when, yeah, I was uh, actually called in to do one for Brother and them, but I think they uh, decided to do one going to be down in time. So Yeah, yeah. just with uh, Clay's schedule and tour and everything, I don't know if they were able to uh, complete their project. Complete the project, yeah. So they're going to complete those, submit them in. And then it's going to be like a competition, isn't that through? Is that through Surfer? Or yeah, something? it's through Surfer. Sur it's okay. Surfer Magazine and Red. And basically, they'll starting. I think next week they'll start releasing an edit on Tuesday and Thursday, 
and there'll be like a People's Choice Award, so like wow. the public will be able to see it and like vote on their favorite wow. segment. Like online? Online. Oh, cool. that's But then really there'll cool. also be like the main winner will be chosen by a few Surfer Magazine representatives and a few Red representatives, and then they'll pick a winner, and the winner gets a full Red package, oh, like, which so is like hundred grand. It's I think it's about like a fifty thousand dollar package. Fifty grand. Yeah. Okay, so and the camera. It, Camera, maybe, maybe just the camera. Dragon sensor <laughs> shoots 6K, you know. 90, oh, it's unbelievable. It's incredible. The wow. cameras are, are by far the industry standard yeah. for any the red film cam- now. Yeah, red they're camera. Actually, they're, they're shooting like motion Everything. pictures. Full motion like pictures now with red cameras. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Insane. Yeah. Highest, wow. highest tech, highest level. Who are the teams? So, um, I actually don't know all the filmers oh, that okay. exactly did it, but I know like the. Coffin Brothers will be involved. I think Jordy Smith has an edit. Um, maybe Dion uh, Agius and uh, wow. Craig Anderson, you wow, know, that, that crew. Cool stuff, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a big wave documentary, I think, and, and uh, you know, that someone's doing on uh, maybe Nick Vaughn up in Santa Cruz. So there's going to be like a good spectrum of edits. And uh, yeah, we've just been working on that. We did a couple trips and to where? We went to uh, Pasquale's and Chopu. Okay. Yeah, so ah. really cool being able to take your son to Chopu. And, <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fun oh and a God. little scary. No, my younger son, Coda, he's only nine, oh, so, so when we were going, the waves were supposed to be big, so I was just not his he's not ready for that yet but he's been surfing a lot and you know he's getting into surfing and we've been surfing a bunch like the last month in Hawaii just going out like springtime yeah springtime's awesome yeah speaking of movies have you guys seen any of the uh, clips on the upcoming uh point break remake point break no, two or whatever yeah. <laughs> I just saw one the other day it's like mission impossible surfing and action sports I mean who's in it cheesy no one you know. Okay. Oh, no, actually, uh, there was Is Keanu coming back for that? No, no, no. There's none of the original cast. Really? But oh, it's got, uh, God, uh, like a couple people, you're like, wow, like, ah, I forget who it was, but like a couple like people playing different parts, but the main guys aren't, you know, you might have recognized them from something they did, but they're not named people that you go, oh, but I mean, the footage was just, God, I was blown. It was like Mission Impossible of wow. surfing, but yeah. Unreal. So, uh, Adam, what's going on with you, mister? Dude, you know, I just uh, released a second album. The, it took, I took like a three-year break to get re-inspired, you okay. know, and uh, I did, got what, super what, inspired. What, hold on. <laughs> what re-inspired you? Combination of, um, gosh, everything from good waves, good loving, good food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, Seriously, yeah. you can't get inspired by those three. Yeah. Hang it up and go home. Yeah. <laughs> Party's over. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was working in a um, I was working for Greenlight Financial. Actually, I was in the mortgage business for over ten years, or just about ten years. And and uh, you know, I've always been a waterman. I've always been a musician. But when you're sitting at a desk for ten to twelve hours a day, competing, 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 like you know, seeing the sales reports coming out. You know, here's the morning. In the morning, here's what happened. Yet last night at the end of the day, afternoon, here's what happened this morning. Where are you at? 
you know, evening, here's the end of the day, where oh, are you at? So, so killing. Uh, and, and I'm competitive, but after a while, you know, you, you make a lot of money and stuff, and you're going, well, you know, I went through a divorce and all. I'm like, you know, I took a step back, and I'm like, this is not, you know. Got to reevaluate. This is not what I'm all about, you know. Um, so, and I, I just, about three years ago or so, started to kind of inch my way out of the business, and then that's when I got to Bonsai. I got to Bonsai a year ago after kind of, Going okay. How am I going to be able to be an artist but still afford to live in Orange County because it's expensive here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. you know. There so a, uh, bonsai uh, bowls, is that right? Yeah, you know, and I've been managing that place for a year, and it allows me to. I mean, I work with kids that are you know sixteen to nineteen. You know, they don't take themselves serious, but they're just a lot of fun. You know, so That's being cool. around the younger element laughing all day and then slowly but surely about like a you know year and a half ago I started writing new songs and then about six months ago finished the album and then released it um, what's the name of your band January. John Mex and the Translators nice yeah, nice. nice the new album is called Soul Garden and, uh, and it's exactly what it is like what I just told you like what it re-inspired me and it's I mean, it's just a combination of and, you know, I also get inspired by just listening to music I used to have my own, own um, internet radio show it was called Shockout Radio and nice. that's like what I got inspired, you know, just listening. I, I have a vinyl record collection of reggae and just that. I just get stoked on that. And um, so, yeah, just trying to stay stoked. And uh, When I listened to it last music. night, I heard a little influence. From, is it right to say maybe I heard a little bit of influence from Luciano in one of the Yeah, I love tracks? Luciano. That's, Me too. Yeah, yeah. I discovered him when I lived in the Caribbean. And I just, I always really like his music. I think he's really soulful. And, yeah. And uh, we just really, I... I just got to listen to a couple tracks last night on the way to the gym, and I was really liked it a lot. Good music. Yeah, the yeah thanks rad. for that CD. Yeah, very cool. Good stuff. And we'll try to get a little bit of a clip here before the end of the show that we could just listen to, even if it's just off a phone or something. And uh, uh, where would someone find your music if they want to listen to it? You go to uh, my website. It would be www.jamex.net. It's uh, J A H M. Ex.net, and then you can download the new album Soul Garden for free. And then I just um, I had the the old one that you guys have the CD. I yeah. had that for sale for like ninety nine cents a song, but I decided to make that one free. I just don't want anybody to like stop from list like having my music because they can't afford it or like people are impatient these days. You know, like even just like to stop and pay ninety nine cents, it takes like five think? seconds. But yeah, too, too like, long, dude. Fine, yeah, if you don't have seconds, you don't have five much. seconds, yeah. use the song for free. You know, I just want you to come to my show and sing the song, and you know. Yeah, figure out a way to, to make I'm working on right totally now my own <laughs> drive-through confession church. People can just drive up and try just you know tell me your sins. All right, go on, be free, and or, uh, you're good. Hallelujahs, and yeah, they're free. Oh yeah, a couple of hail marys, you're good. Just keep on moving. Just drive through. <laughs> okay, thank you. Drive through. Fuck off, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the you, game doctor yeah. coming at Reverend up, JJ. Okay. Just coming up. It's Reverend JJ and the JJ. devil doctor here. Okay, I just want to say this right now. To uh, religion, off the show, no. Mister. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. And we all have different beliefs, but guess what? No one cares. Okay. But as far as your drive-through confession, how long could you know? I might have to be there for a while. <laughs> there is a limit, so yeah. the drive-through probably wouldn't work. You'd probably want to do the uh, overnight parking, which is twenty-four hours. Oh my god! <laughs> the limit of three weeks at a time. So yeah, well, you may want to book that in advance. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll get started on that. We're working know, on it. Before. Uh, Change the subject real quick here. Before uh, we were pulling up, we were talking about something that, uh, you know, I just think it might interest all of us to talk about a little bit is uh, 
this thing that's happening like with Monsanto and like, you know, Dustin Bark is doing this thing on Kauai and he's just, just this whole movement against, you know, like toward, moving toward organic, you know, renewable energy and foods and everything and Monsanto's this major chemical company and I don't know, just like get you guys take on what's happening in our world in that department. You know, at Bonsai Bowls, you know, it just seems like food, organic, you know, organic, 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 music, organic. Okay, there's two sides of the coin. Like, what annoys me is people who are looking for organic and they come in and they'll ask things like, um, or, you know, like there's buzzwords like organic, gluten free, non GMO, right? Even Chipotle, <laughs> I was, I pulled up to, to uh, Chipotle for lunch, and they have a sign like "Say goodbye to GMOs." You know, like they had them before, but <laughs> yeah. now we're saying bye to them. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we're gonna let them go. Um, Say goodbye. You know, but it's just like they have to do that now because, of course, like everybody's getting smart. But you know, it, like I think people really need to read up and know like what what makes something organic, what has you know like. A corn tortilla. People are like, is it gluten gluten free? What's corn? You know? <laughs> yeah. Or like, is your and honey? What, like, well, people come to bonsai and ask if our honey's gluten free. Or well, what does it matter? I mean, unless you're meat. allergic to gluten, why are you so worried about being gluten free? I don't yeah. understand it. It just seems like a a fad or a reason. Well, some girls are concerned because it make make their booty a little too big. You know what I mean? Oh, like, the bottom line is there's nothing yeah. wrong gluten with that. in the booty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of search. Yeah. 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 The products that take the gluten out actually have more calories than the normal bread right. or yes. whatever. So it's just it's kind of a, it's kind, kind of a fad. It's kind of a hype. It's kind of but a that's yeah. the gluten free thing. But yeah, but coming back to your thing, I think there's a huge awareness movement right now in the world, and I think it's great. You know, everything I see that I think is cool on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere, I share it. You know, because I think now that. more than ever. We have power, and like we were talking on the way here, like our power comes from the dollars we spend and what we spend it on. Like I was talking about, there's a non-GMO project, you know, and now there's more labeling, you know, and there's famous chefs that have TV shows and actors and stuff that are pushing for this labeling, and it's like, hey, if people start buying non-GMO stuff more, we'll get to a point where they'll make more organic food, and mm -hmm. the GMO thing will go, and... and you know, I think it's, you know, really important. I think it's because, you know, the the power of the people now we have through social media. You know, it's huge. Power of the people on Surf Talk Show. Power of the people on Surf Talk general. Show. And we'll be back with GMOs, uh, wave pools, <laughs> and a lot more stuff like that. Uh -huh, but right so now we have to go to a break. Oh, God. Boom. Let's hit it. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. We're back. This is Reverend JJ with the uh... one and only Doctor. Thank you very much. Here's the thing is. We're going to uh, go to a little live music. Our musician in the house today has this uh, instrument that I've never seen, but I think it's probably one of the coolest things ever. What is that thing called? It's called a melodica. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, hey, melodica. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> He's got his melodica with him. Oh, wait. Well, let's go a little melodic. Let's get, let's hear let's that get a little melodic with the melodica. Oh, yeah. Wow. I told you how many times. <laughs> you gotta do what the father says. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, buddy. Oh. It's about the family. <laughs> the familia. <laughs> Give me some pasta with some fettuccine over hey, there. Hey, hey, oh, these guys. Oh, these guys. Hey, hey, what are you gonna do? Don't. Don't forget about it. Don't forget about it over here. Hey, Joey Bag of Donuts over here with Jeff Pesci. Jeff Pesci. Hey. <laughs> you want to home? Hey. Wow. Bring it home with that. That's Holy awesome. Live music on Surf awesome. Talk Show, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'd like to go back into that subject a little deeper now. we got a couple more minutes about the uh, Monsanto the and the GMOs Lane and the Lane. chemicals and stuff. My Monsanto. question is this, and I've always wanted to hear like almost like a round table like you see on Charlie Rose or something where people could sit and say, okay, so here's the like non-GMO movement and then here's the... GMO movement and hear what they would say. Like, why would there be the pro GMO? Like, what? What would? What's that side? Do you guys know? Because money, I don't, just money, man. Corporations. I would think that that would be it's the number money. one driving factor. I've, would be I mean, green. there's been a lot of stuff in Hawaii about it, and I've seen GMO uh, Monsanto representatives talk about it on TV, and it's like money, straight 
brainwashing. Just it's good for you know. Like, Why does it get like? Because they make two hundred grand a year and everyone's living happy, happy in their family. But, but I mean, to the public, like, why would the public want? Like, I would just think that the non-GMO movement would just win. Obviously, that's a grassroots kind of people saying, "Hey, no chemicals. We don't want our kids growing third arms." But like, how could they sit at a table logically and say, "Oh, well, yeah, we're we like this because cool. we make a lot of money." These but are actually about, better for you. But or these are, they'll you never know. Gonna say it's better for you. But what I did understand is maybe that they were thinking, tell me if I'm wrong, that the idea was that they thought the GMO movement or whatever, the pro-GMO movement would, would say, we have a massive amount of humans entering this planet. We need to modify food so that it grows easier, faster, more. So we'll be able to bring prices to you at, at say, this local supermarket with, you know, because we'll have so much food, we'll be able to bring prices down. It's based on like numbers in that way, right? So the organic movement doesn't necessarily produce quantity, but it creates quality where then you'll see prices going up versus low. You know, it's kind of like quantity versus quality. And, you know, maybe originally the modification, you know, in corn was so it didn't rot or didn't yes. do this or whatever. And, and the intention might have been good in the beginning. And then, you know, the capitalism takes over and, you know, all of a sudden they're putting other farmers out of business and, and to the point now where 90% of corn is GMO, 90% of soybeans is GMO. Like it's, yeah. it's gotten, hmm. they, they took their idea and just, wah, just yeah. you know, okay. and basically enforced it. Yeah, and so if and you're an shut, organic farmer, or, yeah, they you shut can't people compete. down. They go and say, "Oh, I found a, I found a plant on your farm that's freaking GMO." And then next thing you know, they're done. Oh wow! You know, they own that farm. Like they wow. have, like they took it. I oh, mean, there's a God. there's a bunch of documentaries on it, and it's 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 really like yeah, what's that one evil. called? Food Inc. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, there's some. There's a, yeah. I'm sure there's a ton of them. You know. And, like hopefully, like you said, someday get Barkin in here and yeah, we're gonna get Dustin Barkin in here and awesome. sit down and talk about it. He's, he's been doing a huge awesome warrior stuff. about you know fighting for it on, on the island of Kauai and the Hawaiian Islands, and it's even for him, it's tough. You know, even in Hawaii, where you think everyone wants to be natural here, it's yeah. still like a fight. You yeah. know, and, wow, and he's, it's a fight. Yeah. So, yeah. how about it? Uh, uh, like at bonsai, is it? Do you, you know, is there a belief system with bonsai? Yeah, we don't have any GMO fruit. And, like, we even have, like, if people, no one's ever asked, you know, because people just trust us. But, like, if somebody wanted to come in and be like, dude, show us really that, well, first of all, the boxes that we, like, we get in with our frozen fruit, all the fresh fruit says non-GMO on there. But we have certificates from the places we get them from. Excellent. And, like, the papaya, um, it comes from Hawaii. That's non-GMO. And if we don't have, let's say if we, um, we're out of papaya, I'm doing inventory and we're out and then we order it and if they don't have the non-GMO papaya we just don't get it until so like if we're out of stock on let's say papaya or raspberries or strawberries we're never out of stock on strawberries but you know <laughs> here it's out that's why you know nice. so yeah nice. it, it's a big deal and I think too like people that want to support the movement need to like really because if you try especially if you're active like us in the water or whatever if you go like a whole month on eating organic food non-GMO food you can feel the difference like there is there's a longer limit in your gas tank you know and you sleep better um you don't feel it feel you feel a little bit different after you eat a meal so i think that like if you just try it and really live it for a while you'll you'll understand you know because it's, it's not a joke i mean there's chemicals in there yeah yeah yeah. Body, yeah i've you know? just always been interested in uh you know the pro and con side of that i'm 
yeah. anti, but you know, yeah. I mean, I understand there's going to be 10 billion people on the planet, you know, within about 14 minutes, and and uh, you know, we really, we you know, we have to feed those people, and we have to feed those people responsibly. So to me, it would always be organic. But the question is, you know, can we really actually feed that many people that way? So I mean. Yeah. It's just an, you know it's just a topic that interests me. I'm glad we can go into it. And just to like make it clear why it's bad is because the genetic modification that we're you know all fighting against is the fact that they've modified the plants to withstand more poison. So I just did a book report with my son or a. <laughs> a paper with my son in high school about it. We did it with this and we looked up all these facts. So basically a farm, an organic farm or, you know, a beginning farm 10 years ago or whatever before the modification, they used, say, a thousand pounds of chemicals. Well, now, after the modification, those same plants get 10,000 pounds of chemicals on them. So nothing can ever, no weeds or anything can ever grow, and they just keep spraying and spraying and spraying. So wow. that's that's what that's we're insane. fighting against, and that's why it's so bad for you. That's why it can cause all these diseases. It's not like a bunch of hippies saying, oh, organic, <laughs> this or that. It's yeah. We don't want 10,000 or 100. I, the number was staggering. Atrocious. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, unbelievable. The, the difference in how much greater amount of chemicals are using on the food that we eat is crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's, wow. it's Absolutely astronomical. Amazing. So yeah. oh. that's, that's the main, for people that are just going, GMO, like what, you know, yeah. that's it. You know, like, do you want to eat Chemical Roundup? Food? Yeah. No. Or do you want to eat some fresh lettuce and vegetables? You know that. that. Yeah. And even organic stuff still not like it sprayed. Right. You know, just to maintain bit. and stuff. But the amount is just astronomically less. You know. So, and the other thing is that that amount of spraying goes into the soil, rains into the reefs. It, it's just a. It's just a. It's crazy, a death cycle. It's a oh, crazy wow, effect. Yeah. You know, it's a multi, death cycle. Negative effect on the whole world. I know this is a internet radio show, so you can't see my face. But if you know, if we could see the actual uh, video of my facial description of while Shane was saying that, oh my God, I've just got such disgust on my face right now, all about this whole <laughs> chemical nightmare that just keeps trying to plague us, and it apparently is winning the fight. I mean, at this point, there's definitely a grassroots fight against all those chemicals and against that movement, but it's fair to say, you know, kind of like in a David and Goliath kind of modern way, you know, that we've got a serious battle on our hands to, uh, you know, so we can actually try for the next generation and the next generation to not have, you know, 18 arms and, you know, yeah. an eye on the middle of our forehead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just bizarre. It's like a freaking science project, you know what I mean? So all i got to say yeah. to the pro-GM move, Pro GMO Monsanto people is fuck you, <laughs> and God bless you. I'll be praying for your souls. Yeah, Jeff will pray for you, and I will fucking rip your throat out. How about that? I mean, it's gnarly. Think yeah. about it. No, it no I mean it's, it's emotional, it's right? Yeah, you got it is. kids, you got grandkids. I mean, I do, and I'll say this right now: it's just bizarre to think that there's people in this world that are actually gonna, you know, enforce in great you know, power, 
politically, financially, through all our little sellout fucking politicians that want to just basically open their wallets so that basically they can make some money while our kids are basically, you know, I mean, it's Left hard to be nothing. totally organic all the time. The I mean, it's freaking really hard. This. So, I mean, uh, yeah, they're a government thing, you know, so it's, it's deep-rooted, yeah. you know, so. And yeah. it's all money. Yeah. Yeah. So the Food and Drug Administration approved Monsanto and GMO. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Awesome. We yeah. want to say to you guys, right on. Thanks a lot. Okay? Really stoked on you. Can't wait to see you on the street so I can fuck you up. <laughs> huh? But there are a bunch of things out there that you can support, like the GMO um, labeling. There's a lot of GMO labeling project, uh, projects that are going on that you can pass on, and there's petitions, you know. So every, like like we were saying, you, sometimes you feel helpless, you can't do anything. Well, every if every person does one tiny thing now, like through social, if you sign that petition, take the two seconds to like click the button, Fill your name yeah. and email and then sign it and say, yeah, I, I support non-GMO. Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, yeah. Now you, know, you are seeing more labels and like you're saying, if we as consumers spend our money on the places like Bonsai or you know, the, on, we, on the labels yeah. where it says non-GMO project, this is a non-GMO product, you know, the more of those products that get bought, the more that they'll produce yeah. and, and the balance will shift. It's all about how you spend your money. Your money is your vote. Your dollars are vote. And uh, we are about the positive. So I got some of the heat off. You know, I told some people to fuck off. But now really what it's about, it's about trying to figure out how we can win this fight, which is really about the positive. So, Yeah, and then the labeling, again, I guess for a certain amount of time, they weren't, they weren't, they didn't have to legally label that they had GMOs. Is that correct? Is that That's what correct. the labeling is all about? Yeah. So, they, so here we are consuming this stuff and not knowing that it's that it's filled with GMOs. Yeah, I think and, only maybe no, one or poison. two states has enforced the labeling at, at this point. So oh, wow. there's still forty to forty-eight states out there that don't enforce. So it's a trickle effect. The fact that one state has enforced it is a great sign because it's just gonna. It'll it, start. It's like a snowball effect. Yeah. You know, it has to start somewhere, and and at least it's starting. And you know, we have to. Be aware. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is about awareness. It's just like the Surfrider Foundation or any of these other, uh, you know, stopping the the evil corporations, the evil empires that are, you know, all about the money, all about this, all about that, and just destroy, you know, everything in their path, including human life, you know, which it comes down to. Reefs, I mean, what, what we talked about in one of our earlier shows is that the Ziff brothers own the WSL which is formerly the ASP, and the Ziff brothers actually have an oil shell project off of Australia that is killing and going to absolutely wipe out the entire Great Barrier Reef of Australia. And they own and have silenced all the mouths of potential, you know, watermen in the world. So, except us, ladies and gentlemen, Surf Talk us. Show. We're going to tell you what's up. They won't, okay. uh, are, how are we looking on time here for our break? Are we going to 10 seconds ten until seconds our break? So minutes. we're going to go ahead Come and on as much as we can. Until we have that last second to be cut off, oh, where the engineers boy. and the powers oh, to be will just shut us down. The evil corporation of Voice America, just kidding, we love Voice America. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So we're about to go to break, but you know, we just want to say we did get pretty hot and heavy here on the intro, on the first couple uh, little... Uh, and this to be said, we're going to break, is, we're gonna go and we'll break. be back. back and have some more fun. We'll get we're a little more hotter, and we're going to get heavier. Okay. We're not going light. Come on, cave doctor. I mean, more fun. You okay. baptized me by fire. I'm in. Let's do this. Okay.
beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man, is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. Is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Hey, we're back. This is Reverend JJ. This is the Cave Doctor. And uh, just want to go ahead and do my shameless plug for our sponsor, Wax Track, W-A-X-T-R-A-K.com. And let me explain a little bit about what Wax Track is. It's uh, basically an easily removable vinyl sheet with raised traction patterns that create a stylistic foundation for the perfect high-performance wax job. Wax Track is mess-free, an effective way to get wax on and off your surfboard, more importantly, off your surfboard. But I use this stuff. It bumps up really good. I never fall, ever. Just kidding. I fall oh, once. Boy. But anyways, it works really well. And today we're going to give away a, a pack of three wax tracks valued at, I don't even know, over 20 bucks or 30 or Six 50. grand. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. Lots of money. And we're going to give one of those away to the first caller that calls and asks for them. So why does it, it have to be, be the first caller? Could it be the last caller? Okay. It'll yeah. be the last caller that calls in. Which Actually, in our case could be the same thing. <laughs> It's going to be the first and last caller. We'll get a, a wax track pack of three and uh, definitely try it. And it's good stuff. Waxtrack.com. Yeah, there we go. The voice of commercialism, JJ. Okay. Reverend Just, JJ. Reverend JJ coming in hot on the. Coming you know, in hot. we got to pay the bills, even though we don't have any. It's all good. <laughs> so uh, we don't have calls, we don't have bills, but that's what it's all about. But, you know, I got to say, I haven't used wax track yet, but, you know, I got to think, I get I'd like to. I mean, I got a lot of wax on my board. You just got to clean that just crap gotta, off of there. I know. And the Put problem the is, on, you'll I, never use it again. I haven't de-waxed it because it's going to take about a week and I'm going to have like two pounds of wax, right? <laughs> so maybe if I use wax, I can, what do you do? You just pull it off? Peel it right off. Just 
roll it into a little ball, boom, done. And then throw it at you when I'm done? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, we're just coming back, and we're going to have uh, some more fun with our guests and uh, just, just yeah, talk one, about whatever we want to. One thing that? I wanted to, uh, during the break, we were looking at, uh, Shane was showing me some footage of uh, Wave Pool, and I'm just, I know he's been working a lot on those. Shane, you've been working a lot on the Wave Pools and, and some of this construction and uh, design of these waves to, you know, I mean, is it the future surfing? Eh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What are your thoughts on it? And I mean, that wave looks insane. I mean, I mean, there's high performance maneuvers on a, a, a man-made wave. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, I think the movement's on for sure. You know, I, I think the sheer magnitude of the sport of surfing now has just reached new heights. And uh, I think more and more people are wanting to surf further away from the beach, you know, so um, and just be a part of it, feel it, like, just but so many people just want to know about it that don't even, aren't capable of going to the beach because they don't live there, you know, so. Yeah. Um, and in saying that, like all the pro surf, everyone, I think everyone in the surfing world wants to see it, you know, and, and not that it will ever be the future of the sport of surfing because you can't argue with a chopu or a pipeline or, you know, something like that. And it's just, that will always be there. And that's, you know, created by God, basically, <laughs> when you yeah. see those things come in and blow their guts out, you know, you can't recreate that, but. Um, I definitely see it as a viable, you know, future in, in it, and it seems like there's a lot of interest, you know, it's definitely a way for surfing to enter the Olympics, which I know there's a lot of people out there pushing for as well, and um, yeah, you know, it's just... Well, competitively speaking, I mean, think of it this way, I mean, that is a, that is a manufactured wave, it's identical every time. Yeah. What somebody does with that identical every time, it takes the factor of waiting for a set, out of the out of the equation, it takes the factor of co totally crap waves. When contests become a wave riding contest instead of an actual surfing high performance contest, so in a lot of ways it evens it out on that plane. But again, you're talking about pipeline chopu, you know uh, Fiji. I mean, you know, yeah, God made obviously. But then in saying that, when saying. you go to like Huntington or this or that, and, you know, there's a place. <laughs> there's definitely a place for that type of aspect, and I think you know if. If it's the right wave and has enough power for guys to do real surfing on it, um, I think it'll definitely be embraced for that fact alone just because they know everyone will have the same shot. There you, you know? go. And it's on performance. Like, gosh, you know, as surfers and competing in contests, that's always the thing. You know, like yeah. how many everyone loses because they get a wave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah, it's like it creates a level playing field. It creates uh, a level yeah. playing field and it creates a, a much more focus on performance because everyone's competing on the same thing. You know, it becomes much more like skate or or uh, snow where you, uh -huh. have a run, you have runs and, you know, you can really see what everyone's doing and pick it apart and, you know, some of that's good, and then some of it's not that good, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I think there's a definite place for it, and I think, you know, there's enough energy and movement that, you know, we're going to see a few wave products out there, and, um, you know, I think it's great, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I just as I asked you and you sent your phone over with that footage, I mean, I'm, I'm who is that surfing on there anyways? That's my oldest son. Uh, oh, my gosh. Absolutely destroying that wave. It's a Germany. What is this wave? Yeah, that, that wave is uh, it's it's based on, that wave was built by a German engineer. His name's Rainer. 
And uh, he basically built that wave off of the idea of the Eisbach, which is a river that is surfed in Germany. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we've been going to that wave right there. They put it in the Munich airport. So it's no basically a, a box <laughs> in between the two terminals in Munich. Oh, my God. And uh, it's incredible. You know, they put it there and... and you can do big cars, and I can't do airs on it because it's not quite long enough for me to get the speed that yeah. I need. But like what? for all the little kids and stuff, like airport. people are. It's really interesting though because there's this massive surf movement in Germany. There is, yeah. There's like thousands of surfers in Germany, and when that thing is in the airport, it's packed. Yeah, we talked you know, about my friends surfing. They're surfing. watching like. So, you know, it's... Yeah, they have there's a definitely big something. culture. The, what are they called? The Foos... Uh, something. The, the Foos. The Foos. The Foos crew. The Foos crew, the Foos yeah. Crew. yeah. Uh-huh. And our buddy uh, Elijah Mack, Eli, is part of that crew and has been over there. And he's yeah. the foremost river surfer. He helps design some of these, too. Didn't and, we have uh, a German surfer? Marlon Lipke wasn't he yeah. in Germany? Yeah. 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 Wow, so there was a German surfer wow. He actually on the made tour. the WCT. Yeah, he was on yeah. the WCT. Oh, we had yeah. a German wow. surfer on the WCT. That's pretty awesome. Marlon That's Lipke insane. was actually in Germany two years ago surfing with us. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's a trip when you think yeah. about where surfing is going and what it's doing and with wave pools and, and the, <laughs> just the whole thing. You want to hear a crazy story is... Before we went, ever went to Germany, the Foos crew was on a Nike boat trip that me and my son Noah went on <laughs> because they had created this, uh, Nike did this video contest and they won, you know, because they did this super sick edit of them surfing at night yeah. on the icebox and stuff. Sliding in and stuff, I think I And uh, one of the guys, the super, one of the really cool guys is like a German-Japanese guy. His name's oh, Tal. He's like full ninja river surfer. Oh my sick. gosh. We were on the boat a couple of that afternoon. He's like, you know, Shane, you should really come to Germany and, you know, surf the icebox and hang out and stuff. I was just looking at him like, you know what, Tal? Don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> Lo and behold. Two, Lo years, two years later, I was hanging out with him at Munich Airport just Insane. going, dude, I can't believe I'm here right now. <laughs> and uh, we that, went surf. Never say never? Yeah, never say never. Yeah, yeah. Never yeah. Never. yeah. yeah. so we ended up going down to the river surfing with him. Oh, Brad. Surfing is just going off in Germany. That's so, insane. So awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what do we got? Two? Yeah. Point two? Two. Two. Okay. It's like the love connection two here. Two. Love yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just really wanted, I don't know if we can do it in two minutes, so uh, we did want to kind of get into some surf stories and maybe a little more adventure and I know Jeff's just dying to talk about his latest little gay contest here, but uh, <laughs> you know. not that there's anything wrong with that. You did well, not use that friendly. word. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but Honestly, oh, you know, you can only see, but here's the, oh, oh my God. God. He's a reverend, but he's gay friendly. Dude, hey, no. with 900 anyway. broken ribs, I still made it to third place overall on the West Coast to Rusty Philippi, who got fourth. Sorry, what, Rusty what, had what, to call Where it. was it? The WGAA? Hey, hey, whoa. The Western Surfing Association of America. And you took third in what? I took third, yeah, and Rusty got fourth, but we did maintain. He did win overall West Coast champion. Good job, Rusty. Way to go. Yeah, right and, on. Cool. Uh, but I did beat him, and that was our seventh one. So out of seven, I'm still up four to three. And you're so, going to the final? What's going on? Uh, I was going to go to the U.S. Championships. I looked at the forecast. It's actually Saturday this week, and uh-huh. I backed out of it until next year because I'm still not 100%, and it's one to two feet and one to two foot lowers for the final, and I just really didn't want to do that. So Okay. 
I pushed it off till next year. I'm going to rehab, start training with you. Uh, All right. uh, Good luck you know, with that. Good luck with that, exactly. <laughs> Shane's like, oh, uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, we're moving to a break here. Is that what is going on? We're off. Okay, Let's five, go to break. four, three, Excellent. two, one. Bam! Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Sickest talk show ever. Sickest talk show on the planet. Sunday, uh, Sunday. Adam's going to give us real quick before he's got to go uh, open up bonsai bowls, which we're really grateful that you're going to do because I'm really fiending on a kind bowl right no, now. Kind. But we were going to get a little surf story from you real quick. Is that uh, okay? Yeah. And my buddy, uh, Stan Moniz, he's actually from Hawaii. He's like old school pro, pro bodyboarder from Hawaii. And he like, you know, he's kind of a legend in Puerto Rico that we, we found out. Like we didn't know that, but he wanted to go um, to, for his bachelor party to Vegas. And I was like, bro, you go to Vegas. <laughs> We're going to go for two days and spend two grand a pot, like a person, and come back just hungover, regretting what we did, just over it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, why don't we go and surf somewhere, you know? And, and uh, a little better. You know, so we, 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 we kind of tossed it around a couple of days later, Puerto Rico. So we went there for a week, stayed in, um, um, in uh, Arecibo on the North Shore, this fisherman's guy's house, um, just set us up proper. It took us, the first place took us to was Margata. Nice. Which is pipeline like meets maybe an Aussie reef just oh hectic. really sick the, it was how big was it? the first the first day is too big there's a, there's there, there was ten guys out and 
we were hungover and I wasn't surfing. We know <laughs> none of us did. Wow. Um, the second day, it was like eight, like six to eight foot Hawaiian. It cleaned up, and it was it was fire. I mean, right side and left, just you know, like pipe and back door, and wow. a very aggressive place. And then we went down to the northwest side, like Maria's, um, you know, Rincon, all those areas. Just the vibes cool. Puerto Rican people are rad. The food's good. Um, so the, definitely the bachelor party goes surf there. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you Vegas. guys chose, let me see, you guys chose between Stinky Pussy in Vegas <laughs> oh, well, or, 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 oh, I don't know, the baby sweet Jesus, help us, please. Dude, waking Latina up like, biscuit. Okay. Biscuits, yeah. Okay. Exactly. They chose waves over women. Let's just leave it at that. Really? To the next no, he's got to go home and bonsai both for us. we got to go. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, come on, JJ. Okay, so Adam, great to have you, brother. Adam. Good to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. for the tunes. We'll see you for a bonsai bowl. If you're in town, check out Bonsai Bowl, San Clemente, right on El Camino Real. Come say hi to Adam, man. Say hi to Adam and get a bonsai bowl because they're insane. Uh, and they're uh, non-GMO, as far as we know. You know, in the theme <laughs> with the show, Bonsai Bowl non-GMO. Bonsai Bowl non-GMO. Come get it. Organic. So, yeah. So, uh, Shane, um, what about you? You've traveled the world, obviously, both on tour and, you know, 82,000 times circumnavigated the planet. Yeah. Uh, what would you say, if, I, if someone was to say, where's, like, some spot that you've been that just comes, you know, really steps out of your mind is like, somewhere you like to talk about you know like oh man uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many sometimes lately I'll just like sit at home all day sometimes and my wife will be like how can you just sit here all day I'll just be like I've just traveled so much it feels good to just sit here <laughs> not do anything <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> so I mean I don't know I, I consider myself very lucky I've traveled a ton of incredible places and it's it's, it's hard it's hard right? even yeah it's hard even freaking well what, your, I remember like you know, on it, you know when we went to Tahiti that was an incredible trip that was an incredible that was trip. that was honestly a, one of the more unique trips I've ever gone on and what was unique about it we freaking stayed on an island like we basically stayed on our own Gilligan's Island that was oh, about wow it was probably about 20,000 square feet. Like, it was, the island was tiny, and it was on the edge of a reef, and, yeah, it was uh, my current girlfriend then, and KB had a girlfriend, and, yeah, it was just an incredible experience. Like, wow. very different. Well, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, the bottom line is, we get to Tahiti, and uh, to my recollection, I know it was my first time. Was that your first time there as well? Um... I'm not sure if that was my first time. Because it was it just... might have been. I literally just... We just stepped off the plane, and it, it, you land there at sunrise. Pretty much the planes land at sunrise, and you step off the plane, and I, myself, after living in Hawaii for years, I was very emotional. I felt like I went to the home of Polynesian culture. You could smell right in the airport. You could smell all the plumerias. You could smell... You just got out of the plane. I was like, the smell of the place was... In so bouquet and just I just I felt emotional I was like this is incredible anyway then we were looking for you know where we we're gonna stay and Shane his sponsor had this friend that had like a surf shop there Fred yeah yeah right Fred. and uh, he had this shop so we went and met him and then we were like 
well, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, you can stay with me and surf here. You know, I got this island. <laughs> and we're like, you got what? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Motu, you know, like it was yeah. like a Motu, right? And we're like, well, where's your island? And he goes, he's got this island, like this little Motu on the outside of Raiatea to Aha. And he's like, yeah, you know, you can uh, just go stay on my island and go surf in the middle of nowhere. And we're like, uh, that sounds awesome. Would we bring tents or what, you know? He goes, no, I got a little, let's little like, coconut shack there and you, you set up a little grass hut yeah wow and yeah. so it's just incredible so we fly from there to Uteroa and we get picked up at the at the, in this boat dock by these Tahitians we they don't speak English we don't speak French French or, or Polynesian and, and Tahitian <laughs> and they pick us up and they drive us across this lagoon that just looks like a freaking aquarium oh, okay man. and then we pull up and I'm going where and we pull up to this little island. There's a string of little islands, you know. And we pull up and, and we just see this. Like, it's like, is this real? It's like, seems like a dream, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was incredible, you know. And there's some pretty funny, I don't know how much yeah. you want to get into the whole, like. <laughs> I remember that one, this one, this one day in particular, we pull up at this spot and uh, the wind was like slightly devil wind. So it was like blowing into the right. And, uh, man. Vial? Was that it? Yeah. That right? Yeah. Oh the right way was just me. It was just me, Katie, and the, our guy, Tay Tai. Tay Tai. And we went out there, and um, like the wind was kind of devil wind, but then deep on the reef, it was offshore as, the, as it kind of turned. And it was like just ledging, though, like oh. super shallow. And I remember think being out there, I actually jumped off the boat first, and Katie and Tay Tai went, you have to like park the boat like around the island and the thing. So I was like sitting out there by myself for like 15 minutes or so and Jeez. catching a few waves, just like staircase, like super shallow, like dry reef Free stuff ball. and uh, just thinking like, wow, man, you know, we're, we're out there right now, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, it's on the outer, like, you feel like you're on the edge of the earth and, uh, and it was, no one there, and gnarly, that's like, incredible, Shane was getting Hit it, right? Taking off. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there on the boat going, okay, so let me just do the math here. Uh, I'm basically watching, you know, basically, you know, absolutely, no question, one of the best surfers in the world, okay, getting pitted. And I'm thinking, well, I'm really nowhere near that level. So, um, you know, and but the thing is, we got our girlfriends on the boat. You know, I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, it's like a pride thing. So I'm sitting there watching Shane. I see Tay Tai. He's surfed there his whole life, and he's good, but he's not great, right? And so we're sitting there looking at each other and going, hmm, okay, well, I guess we, we got to go out there, right? Like, we, you know, <laughs> oh I can't just sit God. on the boat, and I'm watching Shane get pitted, but I'm watching him, you know, suss it out and take off. And these things are looking wedgy. I mean, it's just it's a full-blown adventure. So anyway, I paddle out, and, you know, I don't know really what I did out there, but I, I basically got to watch Shane get pitted all day. Which was really awesome. I mean, my, I might have took off on a couple. Insane. It was fun, though. Totally. Yeah, sure. it was a super raw experience. Like, yeah. Especially that session in particular, because there was just nobody around. There's, I mean, we came the next day, and it was like oh, half, half the size, and there was like five guys out, and the way was so perfect. Oh, wow. That evening when we left, my last wave I caught, I, I kicked out. I remember looking behind me and seeing a wave come in that was just crazy i remember i still have it in my head it was just like a honolua bay type right but looked like gnarlier than honolua and the fact that it was like more square and, oh, and just geez. no one out 
And no, no one is looking back at it and just going, pounding the boat, just going, wow. Like, well, we got incredible. 20 seconds to wrap things up. We're here at Knoll Surfboards in San Clemente. We want to thank Jed Knoll for letting us use his uh, shop here. Uh, wonderful family atmosphere. Obviously, a great spot in North uh, San Clemente. Please check it out when you get here. Shane, thanks for coming. Thanks for all the info. Hope to have you again and, and maybe delve in a little bit deeper to some of these crazy topics that we just barely touched on today. Absolutely. And, uh, Thanks for listening. Surf Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Surf Talk Show. This is Reverend JJ signing out. And this is a cave doctor signing in. <laughs> have a good week. We'll see you next Thursday. That's all we've got time for this week. Surf Talk Show can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join JJ and the doctor next week. Until then, pull in deep and remember to stay stoked, my friend.